So, hi everyone and welcome to Retronauts. It's a podcast about video games. Video games that are old, not new. Holy shit! Retronauts. You called it Retronauts again. Mm-hmm. When the name of the show is Repeat Retronauts the Live. The name of the show is Retronauts Live, but, <laughs> you know, sometimes you're talking about Super Mario Brothers and you just say Mario. Okay, alright. Calling will, this show Retronauts is not inaccurate, it's just incomplete. And I think that is a fair interpretation. You've been phoenix righted. <laughs> Objection! Hi, everyone. Welcome to Retronauts. I'm the host? Is that what I am? Yeah, you're the host. You better be. Okay. You're the host, creator, um, uh, producer. I am the all-father, Jeremy Parrish, and with me here... Uh, as usual. This week, Frank as Cifaldi. usual, Frank Cifaldi. And all, not as usual, what kind of cockamamie craziness is this? These two assholes. This yes. guy first. Kid Dracula, I'm, who are you? I'm one of the assholes. My name is Brandon Sheffield. Brandon is is notable for being the first person in the history of this podcast ever to force himself onto the show. I don't think that's ever happened before, but you were just like, I want to be on. <laughs> he attacked people at the barricades. and was, yeah. yeah, I mean, he that's picked right. it, it's like scabbed. and What, what, what do you call it? I don't know, whatever. I, just, I, scabbed, I just, just, uh, scabbed. Yeah, I just walked in, you know. Yeah, you just, just off the street, that, and it was great timing. <laughs> there it was. Oh, yeah. From uh, down the street where uh, you work as... Uh, Ed, yeah, editor-in-chief of Game Developer Magazine. And in, in fact, now. we're doing a, uh, we're doing a, uh, a post-mortem of an arcade game pretty yeah. soon, which is really cool because I don't know if we've ever done one before. Uh, oh, let me guess game? which arcade game it is. Is it Growl? Kadash. Target Terror Gold. Silver Platinum. Oh, growl. If only. I want it to be Growl. It's not. It's oh, not. But Crossbow. Growl is so great. Uh, man, <laughs> Death Race 2000. If only. No, Phoenix. it's a, it's a chiller. It's Terminator Salvation. Oh, oh, oh a new one. Okay. Yeah, so it's something oh. weird. Something weird and new. That's <laughs> not uh, retro. Get the hell out of here. Well, uh, it oh, may not be of, retro, but it is not. It was. It was born retro. I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's an mods. arcade game. Yeah. You didn't introduce yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott Sharkey. Whatever. Hi, by, Scott Sharkey. By popular demand. With no title whatsoever. So I'm pretty okay with that. Titleless Sharky. Yeah, the uh, the audience demanded Sharky. So. I know everyone's like, "Yeah, Retronauts is okay now that it's back," but there's no Sharky, so screw it. Prepare to be inevitably disappointed. Yes, <laughs> I've been ready my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> has life been letting you down so far, or has it lived down? No, just me. I, I, yeah, just 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 got Sharky. Every interaction is. Uh, I'm is still going to beat the shit out of you after this. It's going to be great. Yay! See, and my disappointment will continue. After the ass beating. Yeah. After the ass beating, I'll be like, man, that could have been so. That could have gone so much better. But I'll feel better, so it's all right. Anyway, so what are we talking about, Jeremy? Oh, we're talking about arcade games. Oh, right. Well, not the same thing we do every games. night. We're well, talking about. We're not going to try to take over the world. Um, that show sucked. Arcade games were Eat supposed to one. take over the world, weren't they? They were. For a while, they did. They did for a while. And yeah, then, sure. and then uh, people took penicillin and Pac-Man fever subsided. Okay, here's, that, here's a controversial opinion. 
uh, I think that the the legacy of arcade style um, game design and uh, monetization has been taken over by the free to play market. Is that controversial at all? Yeah, it seems completely logical to me, actually. Controversial because, (laughs) uh, well, in general, the quote unquote true gamers um, strongly rail against uh, free to play. Uh, and, and uh, they just like they used they, to rail against arcade games. The, no, but they right. still embrace arcade games, so that's why it's mm. controversial. I think I the think people there's... who uh, miss arcade games don't actually miss them; they just miss being young. Mm. I think. Well, I think. I think arcade games were accessible in the yeah. same way. I think at the time, but yeah. I think there's also an element to arcade games uh, that is missing in modern games, which is the social element. I mean, mm-hmm. we talk about social games, but arcades were a social experience. They were. They were a destination. Video games were not tied to a console or to your Steam account or mm. whatever. You didn't play them on a handheld on the train. You went to the arcade. You went to the pizza shop. You went to wherever they had the arcade games. And everyone congregated there and converged and played together. And, you know, you'd quarter up. You'd play against someone, et cetera, et cetera. You'd hang out with your friends. Like, there's there's nothing equivalent to that in video games anymore. You yeah, could have I feel friends like the, could come over yeah, and play your Wii games. A, but, a sort of equivalent. I mean, kind of. of. But the, phys- the physical locality is actually... Oh, yeah. Does I make mean, you can't actually punch somebody in the arm when they take your shit or whatever. Right, or, yeah. or make out with the dude next to you. you Indeed could, not. That doesn't happen very often yeah. online, no. no. Um, well, actually, you know, in a metaphorical sort of yeah, yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know, maybe this is... X. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Maybe this is uh, my being very old speaking, but I you no, know, I, I have that, a lot I of absolutely. I have great. a lot of really fond memories yeah. of just going to arcades and hanging out with friends and playing video games. You know, going to putt putt on a Saturday and yeah. killing a few hours with you know well, with I, Rampart I, and Final Fight. I understand the death of the uh, arcade video game industry. I still do not understand the death of the uh, remote entertainment center. Why industry. does it always have to be about death? <laughs> That's all video games are about. But Kill I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand <laughs> what we've supplanted uh, taking a date to the arcade uh, with. You know, like I, I don't, I don't know. Imagine playing Minecraft com. with your girlfriend. I don't know, uh, but, but that's girlfriend. You know okay. what I'm saying? Well, that's like, a date. Like, but, like okay, yeah, yeah, it's not a date. To, I, yeah. I didn't date in high school because I didn't know how. <laughs> Where uh, do we go? Scandia. Yeah. But no, I, think, I think by and large, the most successful arcade games were the ones that incorporated a social element. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, be they yeah. fighting games or yeah. co-op beat 'em ups. Well, 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 not necessarily. I mean, they didn't have to incorporate, lot. you know. But but they they. Well, even a high score list is kind of a social. Oh element. well, if you want to expand it to that broad a, a distance, what games didn't have a high score list? Some, I don't know. Really, like what? I can't think of anything. Hmm. Well, I mean, you Kong. know, I, I see. So that doesn't invalidate my argument, though. <laughs> so all arcade games were successful. <laughs> no, that's like that's like you draw, no 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 all, okay you draw fine. a Venn, the Venn, a Venn diagram, diagram that encompasses everything. everything. All okay. the most successful Six. things were inside of this Venn diagram that all other things were inside. Okay, fine, but especially later arcade games, they were the yeah, co-op the, games. The most successful or arcade the games, games in in the later days were the ones that that um that got people's blood flowing like against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and that's again that's something that was unique to the arcade. You you had that destination. I guess that's been somewhat supplanted by the internet, but yeah. It's it's really not, not very the effectively. Same. I mean, no. it's it's still f- more fun to play against somebody you oh, know yeah, or absolutely. with somebody you know. And that's that's kind of Nintendo's entire philosophy. That is 
that is the crux of their console and, and networking design is that it's more fun to play with people around you. Also, it keeps you safe from pedophiles. Yeah, so, right. Well, ideally. Uh, I'm not say, sure how pedophiles are going to get you over the internet. They but. keep finding me. I don't know. <laughs> Friend codes, man. Everywhere, every time I look outside, a white van. Friend codes are an instant oh. ticket to molestation uh, mm -hmm. of children. No, no, That's no. True. Friend codes are not. Take away the friend codes, and you might as well just be letting little Johnny walk around without Fox his pants News on. Well, because the, clearly, friend codes are the gateway. I would. If I you would keep, posit if you keep that writing is, kids random friend codes on the sides of the white vans, then yeah, that's the way it's going to I would posit See? that I watch just the right amount of Fox News. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you might be right about that. Uh, I, I actually, for my part, never had a good time in arcades with other people because it was always a bunch of jerks. Uh, that Where did you grow like, up? Better Everybody than except you. Here. Oh, well, that's what you get for growing up in the Bay Area. Yeah, I know. That's where I gr gr grow get for growing up somewhere awesome. Grow up in West Texas, and everyone's all, like, friendly. They're all like, hey, y'all. So come, I grew up at... Come I, play me some Street Fighter. I think I have a pretty unique but interesting uh, arcade upbringing in that I was raised in Las Vegas, mm -hmm. and the arcades in Las Vegas were in casinos. Yep. And the reason you went to the arcades and casinos was because uh, your parents were gambling. Uh-huh. And uh, so, so you're all just dumped in with all these other kids. On all vacation. these other kids who were dumped in for the same reason uh, or on vacation. That's yeah, a fantastic. So we were all, milieu. We're all kind of in it together and stuck in this room for you know x <laughs> amount of hours with like five dollars. We had to spread out. We're all in yeah. it together, but we each die alone. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. My parents are going to be in there for hours, and they're going to come out broke and be angry and hit me. So I might as well have a good time now. <laughs> when oh, I was, my parents I have five dollars worth of quarters to last me all night. Yeah. When I was a kid, uh, uh, I was bad enough at like fighting games and such that I actually chose to play more single player games because it was less likely that I would die. Hmm. Well, see, um, I played co-op games mostly yeah. because that, cause you were all just in it together. And if you messed up, well, then it just cost you another quarter. Yeah. Well, if you had like a good social situation with a fighting game and there are a lot of people lining up, you're never going to have to go against the computer. and It's just going to be an endless parade of assholes who suck at it. And yeah. so, you know, that, that 50 cents uh, could go depends, a long time. Depends on where, because, uh, in the in the Bay Area yeah. was where the big Street Fighter ah, II right. scene was happening. Of course, happening. okay. So and you're so, in a highly competitive environment. Yes, all the uh, all the really highly focused Asian kids who yes. just absolutely had to dominate. I was getting straight tranced. I think uh, I, I had kind of a sort of unique arcade experience in that I traveled with a carnival for a long time when mm -hmm. I was a kid. I mean, that was like the family business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and there was also an arcade that went along with, I think, I think it was Ivan's arcade that was attached to Smokey's greater shows. And that, that was, you know, I have 50 cents. How can I make it go as long as possible? Because that was the only profit I could make. You, you couldn't know, get free play. No, actually. Well, until I actually uh, figured out how to help the guy uh, um, is actually maintaining the arcade machines because they all had a manual on the back, you know, and there was a circuit tester. And whenever anything got fucked up, I would help him fix those and he would just give me free play. So, you know, that worked out for both of us, I suppose. That's pretty good. And I, I my childhood was made of free play. My, my grandparents were uh, like they were supervisors at a men's dormitory at the local Christian college. So they lived in an apartment uh, adjacent to the dormitory. And this was, you know, early 80s, so video games were everywhere. So why not the lobby of a college dorm? So there were usually, like, <laughs> five or six of the latest arcade games there. And, you know, during the year... Where did you go? Oh, that's not where I went. Oh, okay. This was uh, this was in Lubbock, Texas. Oh. Um, but uh, anyway, so, um, you know, I was, like, five, six years old at the time. Um, but they would, you know, during the, the year, the school year, it would just be arcade games, put a quarter in and play. Mm -hmm. But during like Thanksgiving break or Christmas break, when none of the students were there, spring break, 
Uh, my grandfather was like, hey, guy who comes and picks up the quarters, no one's going to be here, so why don't you put it on free play for my grandson? And the guy would. So I would get to go and play Miss Pac-Man or Galaga or Centipede Sweet. or Tempest or dozens of other games, you know, six at a time uh, for an entire week solid and just totally gorge myself on these video games. That's so that fantastic. was fantastic. It was a very limited subset of the the greater arcade world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I would go to like Showbiz Pizza or something or uh, what do we have? Was it Showbiz? Yeah, I think it was a Showbiz, not a Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, and, and, you know, kind of experience the, the greater world. Like, oh, they had Tron there. They didn't have that at the dorm. But, oh, you know, man. the dorm kind Tron of had the, the basics. I love that thing. Yeah, the dorm had the basics. So I got, you know, I got my, my taste of, like, the core essential games of the time. And, in, in, you know, since I couldn't own an arcade or a home console at the time, mm-hmm. we didn't have enough cash for that. That was, I had a Commodore uh, 64, a good, but, you know, it's yeah, main, not quite the same. My main arcade experience actually is uh, bizarrely extremely late. Um, it was it it was mostly about like, you know, I played arcade games as a as a kid sometimes when I was in a pizza parlor or whatever. But mostly the the, the most time I spent in arcades was when uh, my ex girlfriend, when I started going out with her, was working at an arcade, and so after work, wait, so so, so you were just your arcade her, career so, yeah. started when I knew you in a serious way. Wow. <laughs> when I was when I was playing That's arcade late, games a lot, it was Was that when you discovered like, video games? It was like 2004, 2005. So I was Jesus. I was playing tons of, Well, I mean, I had so you're played playing lots them before. of Beatmania or something. I was or playing CBS2 all where, day long. Oh, where course. were you even playing games like at, at the Metreon? At or? the Metreon. Yes. Of course. <laughs> Such a sad way to discover arcade. <laughs> no, no, okay. I I had when been dying to arcades of cancer or a whatever, lot, yeah. But when I actually went to them a whole lot and actually played them a lot. So I I mean it's kind of a different perspective because I actually was in arcades almost every day the in 2004 have, 2005. The Metreon did have Dimahu. So that's kind of awesome. It had a lot of interest. I think it had Hyperbowl. Had Hyperbowl. Played a lot of Hyperbowl. <laughs> is that the one with the armadillos? No, that's the one where it's a bowling yeah. game uh, where, where your trackball is a bowling ball. It's an actual uh, bowling and ball. And you're like bowling through the streets of San Francisco and like hurting the hell out of your hands. Yep. Yeah. I got pretty good at that. But yeah, CVS 2, that was where I actually got much, much better at fighting games uh, was, was right there. Wow. Good, good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In addition to uh, parents gambling, I also went to... Uh, the old showboat casino, long out of business, mm-hmm. uh, when my grandma would go play bingo. I would tag <laughs> along. and uh, That was a treat, I'm sure. Yeah, it was yeah. great. And uh, I played a lot of like four-player brawler kind of games, like X-Men and Those are Simpsons some of the best, and Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Ninja Turtles. probably outside the scope of the show, but a hell of a lot of pinball. Yeah. Back in our day, they had Isn't pinball the machines. Really, when we're talking about arcades, no, I mean, pinballs that's, that's are definitely a fixture part of, of that. Mm-hmm. Part of the the video game experience, even though it wasn't video. Although, yeah. I mean, what, if you played uh, Baby Pac-Man, yeah, it's true. Oh, there was a shitty Granny really, and the Gators yeah. or whatever it was yeah, called. A really bad video game attached. Is that, is right that to what that was called, Granny and the Gators? I don't know that one. I know Baby Pac-Man. Oh, crap. There was yeah, there was a second game that used the same Baby Pac-Man technology. The Baby Pac-Man game was terrible. It was awful. Not good. The yeah, Pac-Man part was bad, and the pinball part yeah. was bad. You want to actually just as an experiment, go around the table and just who? What was your favorite uh, pinball table? Uh, baby Pac-Man? No. <laughs> okay. So you didn't play pinball? I didn't, I didn't play okay. it seriously. I would play it occasionally and be like, that's neat. I liked uh, the Star Trek The Motion Picture pinball. Mm. I did Although, not know that existed, actually. Mostly I, I know that from, uh, like... <laughs> you like you, you from, hit like, the ramp years. to unlock Riper's beard and then... No, no, no. Star Trek it's... The Motion Picture. Oh, okay. So oh, you, no you like, uh, yeah. you had a ball and it was shiny and... And, and you had to hit features? Was just, like, just like Ilya. It was like bouncing Ilya's head. Through oh, it was the like the medallion thing on her neck. Right. That was... 
I got my answer. I, I'm just I, waiting until it gets to me. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like uh, the the Star Trek the motion picture game or pinball game was uh, something I discovered like ten years ago at an arcade, a local arcade. I never Michigan. even heard of this. And it was just you know just now. kind of boring, typical pinball. But there's a Star Trek uh, series pinball also. It's in the '60s. Series. Really? Yeah. I know there's like a Doctor Who pinball, one. which is insane. Yep. Like every that time you get another pinball. ball, it's a different doctor, and there's like this multi-level thing that kind of rises yep. and is screaming at you like a Dalek the whole time. I think that's a pinball hall of fame in Vegas. That Carbon one's actually pretty spectacular. V'ger insists <laughs> that you give your response. Funhouse? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite's Funhouse. I, I, yes, I remember Funhouse, actually. Uh, you know who I, did Rudy's voice? One, actually. Yes. You do know who did Rudy's voice? No, who did Rudy's voice? Ed Boon, co-creator of Mortal Kombat. Wait, of I course. Bill Cosby did all the voices so, for that. <laughs> for Rudy uh, and... Get yourself a hot dog. Oh my God, really? Yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. Oh, when I interviewed Ed Boon at PAX last year... Uh, First thing I did was like, well, that's what please, he did in Midway before. Please speak to me in the voice of Rudy the Dummy. And he's like, oh, I don't remember how to do that. Like, <laughs> you go to hell, Ed Boone. You just, you <laughs> just shattered useless. my dreams. And 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 uh, I mimed uh, his voice to him <laughs> to try to, <laughs> to, nice. to code him. him into, to, yeah. Oh, my it didn't God. really work. You're creepy. Yeah. All right. We're, we're about to take phone calls. So let's wrap this oh, okay. little uh, collection up. You have one, Brandon? Oh pinball sure, I actually, I actually like the Street Fighter Two pinball machine. It's a terrible yeah. pinball. I, never I know, that I know, it is really bad, but I liked it. Okay, oh, okay, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Twilight Zone. That's a great Just one. Because it, 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 goes it plays awesome? Golden Earrings Twilight Zone. Bum 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 bum. That's your ball launch song, and that's, that's perfect. <laughs> I also like that. And one you get where random you bonuses based guy. on you know episodes of the TV series. You get a hitchhiker bonus for hitting one ramp. Uh, like was, if you can knock the gremlin off the airplane wing. I wish that happened. That would be amazing. Ballroom brawler Shatner bonus. <laughs> What's the one oh where you hit the fat guy in the stomach? Oh or Elvira was a good one too. I don't remember that if, one you, if you ever hit the ball launch and you hadn't put a coin in, she'd say, "Don't touch me there." <laughs> wow, that was epic. I uh, love that. I just times. did that all day. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Adam's family also a good one. Yep. All right, so let's um, open up the magical phone lines with the power of our minds. No, I guess I'll have to use my hand. Yeah, I just have to turn the uh, mm. the ringer on. I don't know why I narrate these I lately. Someone on the line right now. Too bad. Oh, God, did you Bye. just hang up on somebody? Maybe. Probably. I don't know. Oh, here we oh, go. Here we go. Here we go. Call First call. Ready. It's a me. All right, guys. Get ready. This is going to be loud. I'm ready Break for yourselves. loud. Hello. Welcome to Retronauts. How may we take your order today? Hi, this is uh, Matt from Arizona. Hi, Matt. Uh, Matt. I'm calling about arcade games. Yep. Uh, yes. What are you calling specifically about uh, well, regarding arcade games? Well, I mean, I miss arcades, but more than arcades, I miss the ubiquity of arcade games. Mm. Where you could get, you go to any convenience store or pizza parlor or mm. wherever and play an arcade game. I that agree is, with that is something yeah. that we sorely lack. I mean, every Sunday for me, or not every Sunday, but just about every Sunday, my family would go to the local pizza parlor that we liked, and I would sit around playing like. The Goonies or Toki Ape Spit or you know just 1943 oh, totally Toki. random games, <laughs> but you know they were just there while you were eating. You could play them. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. So, you know we always hear this you know this this gamification trend out like you know video games will be in the supermarket at the checkout line. And Holy shit! In, like yeah, they were. Yeah, they, they were actually. <laughs> oh, Whoa. I wonder that was. That Don't was fall bizarre. down. I, I learned to play uh, Street Fighter Two at a Seven Eleven. I mean, uh, when was yeah. the last time you saw? Yeah. A, yeah, uh, an arcade game there, it's kind of, uh, it is unfortunate. I feel like eventually 
or maybe already the best uh, arcade game selections are just going to be in people's houses, and and that's where we're going to have to find our ubiquity on their <laughs> on their specially oh. built mame cabinet. Oh, they're all on everybody's telephones. You don't need them anymore. Oh, I have I have a real uh, cabinet that I just got last week. Yeah, what's in the cabinet? Uh, MVS and three uh, dead hookers. STV, uh, several dead hookers. Um, but yeah, I've got Blazing Star, uh, several KOFs, uh, Metal Slug two. And uh, uh, all in one cabinet. That's unusual. Well, Oops. no, no, it's not all in the cabinet at the same time. I got, uh, I got okay. a stack of MVS carts next gotcha, to it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Matt from Arizona, do you have your own arcade cabinet? Is this how you cope with the the crushing loss of the arcade? I would love to, but I I I could never I, I could never even just choose one. I mean, I wouldn't think I would miss the Cyberball 2000 at my 7-Eleven, but I I would still even miss that. You know, my friend uh, got a, uh, a four-player X-Men. He's very excited about it. Holy and, shit. Uh, well, yeah, you say nice, but then, was it, uh, was but then the you get screen? it home you, and it's You huge. lug it in the house and you plug it in and you play through it once and then uh, you never really want to play it again. Yeah, that's why you got to get a... I never, beat that, I never beat that game without a free play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should get a uh, get a, a sit down cab that that it just has a JAMA harness in it, and you can mm, plug yep. anything in there. And then, then you're not limited, and you can you can put put in anything you want. I got a, a nice Arrow City, and uh, it's fantastic. I recommend wow. it to anyone that can find one. And with the uh, arcades that are, you know, closing here and there, you can actually probably get a hold of one. Well, let's uh, let's all build our own ca- arcades. Yeah, right, that's, right. that's what you got to do now. Thanks, Matt. Also, we are getting call waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, always going to have to turn that off. Yeah. There's probably some way, but that's lousy. <laughs> I'm too lazy to do it. There's always also a ghost call at the end of a call. It's very yep. exciting. There's the real one. There this is. is the real call. Let's find out who is on the line. Hello. Greetings. Welcome to Retronauts. Who is this? Hey, how's it going? Um, my name's Graham. I'm from Rexburg, Idaho, but originally from Calgary, Alberta. Is this a uh, King Graham of Daventry? <laughs> Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Do you have a feather in your hat? No, no. no. Okay, maybe, no, maybe okay. it's Bill Graham, famous him. concert. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> or Billy Graham. <laughs> Billy Graham. Graham. There we go. Or Graham uh, Cracker. Not that kind of religious stuff. All right. So, um, um, why have you called today besides to have your name mocked? Okay. Well, I have two. Oh, one. I'll give you guys one question, but I got two. If you guys have time, my first question is: out of all the arcade cabinets of uh, the classic era of of arcade gaming what is your favorite one when you say cabinets do you mean the cabinet itself like the physical housing or, or the game the, just the game the physical cabinet like um, on the side all right oh that's a that great one's question. an easy one for me tron tron was so oh, awesome is that joystick yes it had that like transparent blue joystick that did it light up I yeah it did lighting yeah. up and then and the sides were kind of like angular they they had a really unique shape to them so it just stood out against yeah. all the the usual modular yeah we tempted to say discs of tron now just because it had the sit down i never actually saw that. there was actually a sit down discs of tron cabinet that was just fucking incredible Wacky. and it had this this surround sound for it with a terrible speech synth oh also <laughs> uh, the sit down version of star wars arcade pretty oh yeah, god yes great one. Mm-hmm. i'm gonna go with uh tapper with the actual tap on it nice Mm. Oh, nice. Um, was the joystick like a tap? It was a tap. It was a beer tap. Yeah. It's crazy awesome. You know, this was... Uh, and the monkey ball had the uh, banana joystick also. That's, that's retarded, banana. actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to say hard driving. I fucking sucked mm. at it, but... Oh, yeah, that was... You had to turn the key. You had to turn the key. Yeah. Was that it? That was the hook was... Yeah. The key. That was fantastic. 
Were there a lot of racing games back in the day that had an accelerator panel? I remember, yes, I think Spy yes. Hunter did. But. Spy Hunter did, um, and you could actually break that son of a bitch and actually go slightly faster. If you pulled that thing up until it popped, you could actually push it Man, down what further. Kind of jerk what, do what, what's it called? Uh, off road? Uh, God damn it. Um, oh, yeah, the 4x4 four four off road. Y- yeah. The one oh, the vibrated. Iron Man Stewart one? Yes. Oh. Yeah, 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 that was yeah, great. It had yeah, like yeah. four steering wheels. And, uh, right? and also uh, Road Blaster. Had, had Road Blasters is well. decent. Yeah. Those are games that I really? all liked. Man, friggin' yeah. love Road Blaster. But I'm gonna go with uh, this is purely an aesthetic choice. The original Pong systems with their weird oh. molded uh, oh. cabs. That or are you're thinking of computer space. Computer space. Oh, computer space. space. Uh, right. was the yeah. They had that silver flecked uh, yeah. fiberglass yeah. thing. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, if you ever saw uh, Soylent Green, that was uh-huh. it was in there. Featured yeah. in there. Yeah. Or um, oh, what the hell? Uh, nobody said Afterburner. That yeah. was fucking yeah, I, incredible. I thought about that. that. You could actually really injure like yourself playing seriously <laughs> playing with Afterburner if you didn't buckle in. You that know, I'm going to have to go with uh, Puppy Pong. <laughs> it was Pong in a doghouse. <laughs> so, uh, so Graham, what, you, was, what was your favorite arcade cabinet? Uh, I like Space Invaders, not because it's really, really, it doesn't look very, like, good, but... It kind of like the, you know how it has kind of those monster guys on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, kinda, that, that's kind yeah. of offensive. Like those monster guys are actually supposed to be like sushi, but no, they look like fuzzy Chewbacca. Well, they don't look anything like the sushi. Space Invaders from the actual game. Like, sushi. like despite the graphics, you know. But <laughs> explain um, the sushi thing to me. They actually yeah. all, were. All the all the invaders are, are crustacean life forms. There's like crabs. There's an octopus. Uh, right. There's octopus. Oh, it's all things game. you put in rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you meant right. them. Okay. No, no, no. no, no yeah. No, so what's it. actually on the cabinet has nothing to do with it. But there's like your yeah, archetypal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're like uh, shooting little bobs of wasabi at them. That's how you yeah. win. Uh, so little, little anecdote for anyone that was not at, at GDC regarding the Afterburner Two cabinet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yu Suzuki was talking about it, uh, like the, the construction of the cabinet and how, you know, it had these. These uh, uh, different axes it could rotate on and stuff, mm-hmm. and everyone was advised to not work on the game by themselves and test the cabinet. By oh, themselves because if you don't have a buddy, dangerous. then you could hurt yourself. Basically, yeah, you needed yeah. a spider. Oh, that thing and was so, hazardous. Right. So then yeah. one one uh, programmer um, did not heed. Did he break the an warning. arm? Please tell me. And uh, he didn't. He didn't seriously injure himself, but he did wind up uh, suspended upside down strapped in <laughs> overnight until someone came in the next the, the next I don't morning. believe it but that's that's fantastic yeah, it, it could be a lie but it's, and they <laughs> never found said. his eyes again that's right we could probably partly blame Sega for the death of the arcade actually actually with those those non-jama cabinets but I don't, I don't want the to the premium ones <laughs> I know but we, <laughs> but love, we love Sega help. and it's super scalar technology and you had a second question are we going to go well we actually, should probably, we should probably yeah, move yeah. along yeah. to the I'm next so guy I'm so sorry sorry we talked too much but thanks for calling Hey, no problem. Nice to hear the podcast again. Yeah, take care. All right. I love the Retronauts audience. They're so happy. I know. They're like, oh, you took away the podcast and you brought it back. We like you for that. All you have to do is deprive people. It's like New Coke. Now now that you're all pleased, the next caller is going to be like, I hate you guys. You suck. Go away. If you abuse people enough, eventually they'll start to like it. (laughs) Hi, thanks for calling Retronauts, where we turn Stockholm Syndrome into live entertainment. What can we do for you? Who is this? <laughs> Sorry. We turned Stockholm sy- Syndrome into Oslo Syndrome. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Hi, uh, this is Nick in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Nick in Kalamazoo. I've been to Kalamazoo. Same here. The it's name not, that's fun to say. It's it not as fun as the name would imply. Mm-hmm. I have an X from KZ. True. Me too. It does exist, but we do have an excellent <laughs> classic arcade. For only five bucks, you can go and play all sorts of old arcade games. All right, well, oh, that's like on one way play? in which Kalamazoo is superior to San Francisco. So are, yeah. are you either Jeremy Parrish's or Scott Sharkey's ex? Uh, I am not. No. Oh. I know of, at least. Okay. Oh, thank God. Her I name guess, her her name was not Nick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you really had to emphasize that her there, her, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> There's that whole gender thing. 
Oh, shucks. So what can we do for you, sir? Everything. Yeah. Well, I was calling because, uh, you know, recently I've had a chance to go to that arcade and play some um, old games that I didn't have a chance to play in the arcade, like uh, Tron mm. and the original Asteroids, which I only played on the Atari. Mm. So I was wondering, uh, what games did you guys play later after their original appearance in the arcade that you thought were still relevant and still a lot of fun to play? Now? Oh, man, I've got one. I got one, too. Uh, <laughs> most <laughs> of them, it? wouldn't it be for this, you? This, 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 yeah, it's true. Um, this game uh, that Frank and I discovered at the California Extreme <laughs> Arcade Expo <laughs> oh, called Fire Truck. Yeah, oh, Fire Truck. Man, Fire Truck. <laughs> you get somebody does a ladder and somebody does it's, the, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just black sort and of, white. No. One guy drives the front and uh-huh. one guy drives the back. And, so it's um, like Mario Kart Double Dash. Kind of, except you're not shooting turtle shells. Oh, you're yeah. just driving, and you yeah. can also you can also kind of go through the walls, but it just it just slows you down a lot, and and you're trying to get to the fire in time. And it was really great because we were just we just kept playing it and trying to figure out techniques and like what you know there there were a lot of quirks to the game. And, and so someone sitting down and someone standing behind him like a fire truck. You yeah, know? and um and so we got pretty good at it, and we got to where the. Uh, the game actually it was just black and white like mm-hmm. i think it was um it was black yeah, background and black white background sprites white sprites yeah. and then uh, you, after you get to a certain point it switches polarity and we immediately and it crash just, it, we immediately <laughs> crash and it cuz it blew our minds um, but unfortunately then we discovered that that um, if you only play one or the other then the ai does the rest of the game does the yeah. other job oh, perfectly oh. and so then it was just totally broken oh, for us that's no so fun. fun but it was pretty great uh, when we I never even heard of this. It's a very obscure, very old game. Uh, Mine is less obscure and less old. Uh, I discovered Major Havoc within the last maybe 10 years. Man, I hate that game. I discovered that (laughs) at PAX East, but apparently a crappy version. Yeah, the Uh, version you played, uh, it should have been a lot looser with the the twisty knob. Major Havoc is a game you... It was really ambitious for its time. It it was. was Crazy ambitious. And unfortunately, you really cannot experience Major Havoc on MAME properly. You just Mm -hmm. can't do it. It doesn't work. Mm. Yeah. You need a vector monitor, and you need to be able to to twist uh, the a rotary dial. A yeah. rotary dial very quickly. Those are quickly. expensive as fuck. Actually, yeah. that, that's really annoying. If but, you're ever putting together a main cabinet, a spinner costs a lot. Yep. Mm. And there are only uh, a few people who make those things. But Major Havoc is uh, kind of amazing. I love Major Havoc. So yeah, alongside Major Havoc at PAX East, which I enjoyed despite the fact that it was kind of a janky cabinet. Uh, I also discovered Monkey Donkey, <laughs> which I had only heard about in Legend and Lore, but I've got to say... Monkeys that, aren't donkeys! But as far as uh, bootleg Donkey Kong clones go, this was pretty great. The the really freaky-looking unanimated sprite that slid across the top of the screen on the second level... Well, you're playing as Iceman. I still have terrible dreams about that. He's like the wrong color palette. Yeah, too, he's right? like green or something. <laughs> yeah. M- Monkey Donkey sounds like a terrible euphemism. It is. Show, show me on the doll where he touched you, right in the monkey donkey. <laughs> you know, this is probably a little too easy, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Kadash. Ah. I thought that was great as was a that game. An arcade game. What? That was an arcade. That game? was an arcade game, and oh, it, I, it I was actually it was a Turbo Graphics. No, game. and it was a it was actually a it networked a arcade game. There were, there were multiple cabinets, and they were all linked together. Yeah, You're Kadash all is sort boss. of playing. Yeah, it was fantastic. That was the like my early MMO almost. Mm. You know. I mean, that was around the same time as MUDs and whatnot, but yep. still, I thought that was fucking but fantastic. But you could see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. There was no ASCII graphics. But no, no, I just I just liked the idea of a huge graphical thing where you're playing with a whole shitload of assholes hmm. and <laughs> hating each other because you were constantly screwing that, each other is, over. Is that like a goat screenshot? Uh, well, it was, it, was like, it was like Gauntlet, except everybody got their own monitor. That was essentially it. Indeed. So, uh, caller, I forgot your name, but do you have an answer Nick to your own question? Kalamazoo. Nick from Kalamazoo. Sorry. Uh, well... 
I mean, like I said, I had never played Tron or Asteroids in the arcades. Oh, that you did was, answer this, yeah. Uh, pretty awesome. But, uh, like, my favorite old-school arcade game has to be Galaga. Cause I yeah. Think I'm yeah. Shoot did, did you play Galaga back in the day? I did. I had a chance. Uh, the pizza place down the shop, down the store from us had a freaking, I don't know, I spent, you know, five ten dollars $10 a week playing that game, trying to see if I could beat my best score, but it was fantastic. But I think my all-time favorite game is the six-player version of the X-Men beat-em-up game. <laughs> oh, yes. Absolutely. It was the only thing we had for real at our bowling alley to do, and it would always be five or six of us trying to beat it every week and see how many quarters it would take us to do it. So, so I probably what's, spent a hundred record? easily. Uh, I think each of us spent like between five and six quarters apiece to beat the end of the game. Perfect. But I mean... I mean, we got pretty good at it, but still, it was yeah, a lot of money damn good. down the... Still, there's a lot of mandatory hits in there, so... Yeah. It's, it just comes predictable after a while. All right, well, thanks for calling. Thank you. Have a good one. How did you bring that up so fast, Frank? On his phone, because he didn't turn it off. <laughs> no, I think he probably has it in his iTunes. Oh, I think uh, we're getting a phone call, Frank. I do. I, f- I don't really understand the whole... Oh, wait. Maybe Man, if I we just played music all the time... To say this for later... <laughs> Thanks for calling Retronauts. Who is this, and how may we serve you today? Hey, man, how's it going? I'm a, this is my second time calling. Okay, oh. and who is this? Uh, this is Jonathan. Jonathan. Uh, hey, where are you yeah. calling from, Jonathan? From Athens, Texas. Oh, right, right. I vaguely remember someone from Texas calling before. That must have been you. <laughs> yeah, <I saw> <laughs> Our one Texas listener. There, there are, the, Texas isn't that big a place. Nah. <laughs> so what can we do for you? Hey, um... The topic is about uh, arcade games, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you guys know what was the first uh, coin-operated uh, video game? It wasn't uh, computer space, technically. There was one before it uh, that was also a space war clone. Clone. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember the name of it, but but it, it existed in one location and uh, only sort of counts on a technicality. But uh, for the most part, we'd call that uh, computer space. Right, and I can never keep computer space and space war straight. Like, space war I, is the PDP, I, I know it's yeah. the PDP, but yeah. I I always forget that on the spur of the moment. But mm-hmm. I have to go look it up. Yeah, the uh, the first the first what we'd call you know coin operated video game. It wasn't know. the fancy pants one that Nolan Bushnell did with a really cool cabinet. Uh, computer space, yes, yeah, it was yes, computer space. Yeah, but yes. there was there was something else somebody did as like a goofy experimental. Yeah, thing. and they they like tested it in one location, realized they could never make money off it, so it yeah. only kind of counts. But really, computer space is kind of the first one, and Pretty that much. is the one we mentioned earlier with the uh, the plexiglass <laughs> cabinet with the metal flex. And yeah, the, shiny cab, and uh, as oh, featured they in soil and green. motorcycle helmets. That it was also in Jaws, by the way. Oh what? Oh yes, it was. Yeah. Oh no shit! I just did they use it to kill the shark. Yeah, they just beat him with the cabinet. Well, they put it in his mouth and they shot it and it exploded because you know video we're going to need a bigger of... cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, was that was that your uh, reason for calling in today? That was remarkably straightforward. Um, well, yeah, I was kind of. Um, I think I read somewhere that uh, Computer Space was uh, the first coin-operated game. Um, you know, Nolan uh, Bushnell. He, uh, I think, he went to uh, the Atari. He wasn't either. Well, Atari didn't exist at the time. Yeah. Uh, well, it was Syzygy. It was Syzygy yeah. was the name of the company, and they and they built this game for a company called uh, Get Ready to Chuckle Nutting. Yeah. Yeah. Nutting. Yay, Nutting Associates. <laughs> I, I think it's better with the associates on it. Yeah, yeah. Nutting Associates. I like that. Yeah. But hey, uh, very good question. Very good uh, point of discussion. So yes. thank you. Thanks thank for calling. Thank you. Appreciate it. 
That cabinet was gorgeous, wasn't yeah. it? Do you remember those old motorcycle helmets from the yeah, 70s? Yeah, 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 and they totally. had the same yeah. sil- metal flecked Like Captain America thing. probably wore one of those helmets. But they, in the 70s. He was like driving around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on his motorcycle. He was driving around with, uh, it, was, it was J.D. Salinger's son. Driving around with a computer <laughs> space on his head. No, I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know. I'm embarrassed. Greetings. Welcome to Retronauts. Have you called to embarrass hey. Scott Sharkey? Um, hey, uh, I, I just wanted to nope. say, hey, Sharky, hey, look, welcome back, man. It's good to have you back. Hey, thanks. Um, um, this is Frank Chan from the Philippines. Oh, hey, oh, thanks uh, for calling from long distance, far away. <laughs> Hello, fellow Frank. We'll, we'll try to keep our rambling short. Um, no problem. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's good to, to be on. I mean, I've been trying to call since, uh, <laughs> since this morning. I, I just got up, actually. It's 7 in the morning here. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, well, it's afternoon over here. So yeah. yeah, we're about to call it a night. Yeah, we're all sleepy. So, what, what, <laughs> so what's up? Oh, my God. Um, I, have, I have something personal to share uh, before my question. Uh-oh. As long um, as it's not too personal. No, it's fine. As personal as you want to get. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, being 29, um, I grew up around the arcades as well, um, here in the Philippines or, or abroad. Uh, there was a notable one here. Uh, it was a big one in the 80s, atop a building called Park Square. Um, hmm. Abroad, uh, there, were, there were some others that included, uh, I'm not sure if you guys, well, Jeremy, I, I know you went to New York at one point. Mm-hmm. So um, there was, did you get to go to the gate, the Nathan's Hot Dog uh, arcade along Central. I, I never Central. did. I've only been to the uh, the now defunct Chinatown arcade in New York City. God, oh, yeah. I love Nathan's hot dogs though. Yeah. I'm not a big hot dog fan. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. <Snow. laughs> um, and then also there's a there's a Hershey Park one, which until now has an incredibly well stocked arcade. Um, it's in Pennsylvania. Um, mm-hmm. and a lot of classics. A lot of classics. Now, um, you know, just to just to bring up something I, I thought about, I, I I see a few parallels in the way the game industry is now, and the way it was when arcades ruled, you know, the gaming world and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, um, the price of entry being so low, you know, ninety nine cents for mm-hmm. an iPod, yeah, like game, and you know, in like play, you could play a game back then for like two quarters, um, but or maybe <laughs> like you know with inflation, maybe two thousand eleven five dollars. Yeah, yeah. Is 1985, you know, 35 cents. Um, also, um, you know, whether simple or complicated a game, pricing is the same. Yeah. Casual games being more popular, you know, Angry Birds versus Fable, or Pac-Man versus Zork. Uh, plus, you know, the high scores of then are today's Twitter, Facebook score updates. Mm-hmm. I guess Man, I'm so it. glad Pac-Man did not send tweets automatically to my friends back then. That would have been the worst. Oh, he got stabbed by Dirk the Daring's arch nemesis again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's a good point. We were we were speaking earlier uh, when you weren't here because uh, you hadn't called in yet right. about uh, the the parallels between uh, between modern uh, free to play games and the oh, arcade. And... Yeah, I, th- I think it's um, you know the the app store is. It, it, it sort of makes sense, but at the same time, um, arcade games were a, a bit more pay-to-play. Uh, you know, you, you had to uh, you had to keep feeding money in it in order to because it would keep killing you because it was trying to kill you every two to three minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas these are these are one-time purchases, so in you know theoretically the arcade games would get a whole lot more of your money. But if you get say. Uh, Angry Birds plus some in-app, in-app purchases, then then mm-hmm. you're kind of getting yeah. closer to that to that model. Right, right. So it's a different model, but it's going after a comparable demographic. Mm-hmm. 
What's yeah, the demographic? People who pay money? Oh, people who pay money for, like, in, in, a, in the, you know, a matter of a few cents. Yeah. I, I think it's people who want, um, who, who, uh, want instant gratification in their mm. games. They're, they're not necessarily buying a game because it's got 60 hours of RPG uh, play. They're you know they want to as a matter do of convenience right now yeah as yeah. in this is in the front of the grocery store and sometimes yes it's going to be Galaga but sometimes it's also going to be Jack the Giant Killer mm-hmm. which you probably don't remember because it was fucking terrible I don't I do <laughs> remember I, I, I remember don't. because I spent a, a quarter on it um, was when it, I was, was like it, six and that was a hard earned quarter was it better <laughs> or worse than Snacks and Jackson worse wow. actually if you, you grab it for Mame it's it's almost unplayably weird I've only played it on the Famicom. Played the, uh, I didn't know there was a Famicom yep, version. Sure was. That that might actually be an completely different game. Actually, might be. this was, this is an arcade game where you have a little guy. Let's go find out. He's after to go the up show. a tree and it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Franco. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling in. Um, uh, just one thing. I, oh, sure. I, 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 could, um, I mean, it's funny because Sharky actually brought up an answer to the question I want I wanted to ask. What's uh, that? Um, since there's a lot of crap now and, and then there's crap then, you know, before you, you became journalists yourselves, uh, did you ever have a game that made you want your 25 cents back? I mean, what game ended up being the worst 25 cents or 50 cents you ever spent on an arcade game? Luckily, I never became a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wanted my money back when I played uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with anyone but Donatello. <laughs> yeah, because all the other guys have this have short attack range, right. and I, and I see no everyone else racking to up to points, and I'm like, man, I'm just flailing no. The utilitarian aspect of Ninja Turtles didn't even matter. It was a personality yeah, test, yeah. and that's why I always took Raphael. I yeah, don't even exactly. give a shit if you reach like two pixels. It's, <laughs> I'm Raphael. Fuck off. Yeah, that was perfect. Hey, see, he, I had, he is I had a dude the, that's rude. I had the opposite experience with The Simpsons, which is like, <laughs> I'm going to play as Marge because she's got a damn vacuum. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, screw your punches. I got a vacuum cleaner that I'm hitting people with. It's a and weapon. That makes me better. I don't think I ever was churlish enough to resent 25 cents. Yeah. yeah. No, 25 cents was hard to come by. The only it was, time I really but, but even so is if uh, if it stole my money and I couldn't get it yeah, back. Yeah, there was that. But I made up for that by different. occasionally lying to the guy who ran the machine and <laughs> saying, oh, I lost 25 cents on this. Mm. I didn't do that much because I felt bad about it and also you couldn't pull it off too often. But mm-hmm. every once in a while. But uh, no, I, I think I didn't really start to resent video games for being crappy until I actually paid money for, you know, NES and yeah. you know, later games. Well, because those I, were, you know, $40, $50, $60. For me, it relates to a conversation the three of us being me, Sharky, and Parrish have had before, which mm-hmm. is that uh, back in the day, if a game was bad, uh, I didn't necessarily recognize it was bad. I just assumed that I didn't uh, get it. You didn't it. get it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so right, I, right, right. So I never really had that experience until uh, until cool. I was old enough to know better. So basically, we blamed ourselves, <laughs> not the games. <laughs> But All hey, right. thanks for the call. Yeah, thanks. Take right, care. Thanks, guys. Bye. I used to love bullshitting arcade owners out of quarters. <laughs> and sometimes I do it legitimately. I'm like, Do you remember uh, Dig Dug? There was always a buggy you could do where if you inflated a guy just as you hit him with a rock, the game would just not go into the last board if it was the last one. I never so knew So then that. you could just hang out and write your name in the fucking dirt or something. And finally you call the guy over and say, yeah, it's not going to the next board. It's busted. Can I get my quarter back? <laughs> you do that on purpose like three times and they stop doing it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Retronauts. Who is this? What's up? Oh, wow. Uh, this is uh, Peter from Traverse City, Michigan. Wow, it's a Michigan uh, kind of day. Yeah. Wow. Um, is Beth going to call in next? <laughs> what? <laughs> I've got, uh, Keep going. I've got uh, two questions pretty All right. short. Um, All right. For one thing, uh, why did DDR machines 
in America often say, do not sell outside of Japan, and then they go and warn you about something, but in kanji or rather katakana? <laughs> oh, well, they're, they're pretty much telling you about the same, they're, they're warning you about the same kind of stuff. But, I mean, uh, they don't want you to sell it outside of Japan because they have... Um, they have like, regional distributors. Yeah, they have yeah. regional distributors. and But also and, the music licensing. Mm-hmm. I also uh, like how yeah. the literal translation of that is something more like, do not play if you're not Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> Well, yeah. they're very polite about it. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And, uh, and uh, go ahead. Oh, I was wondering, uh, what are your favorite pinball games? Oh, oh we already did that. I'm yeah, sorry. We, we actually did? discussed that earlier. So <laughs> we'll, we'll give our titles really quick yeah. for you. Uh, my favorite is Funhouse, and then I'm Twilight Zone. Oh, uh, I had said Street Fighter too, but I should really say Adam's Family. And I suck and don't play a lot of pinball, so Star Trek: The Motion Picture. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I actually really like the Star Trek Next Generation one. I just recently. Oh, I remember, I remember okay. saying that, yeah. But yeah, I there is like a trigger, and you launch a probe, and it's got full voice acting. Yeah, yeah, you, you can definitely really you can get him saying engage and stuff. You should yeah. uh, you should find an excuse to visit Las Vegas, and then go to the Pinball Hall of Fame. You really should. Which has uh, at last count what three hundred, four hundred pinball do, machines. Do people it's need an excuse to go to Vegas? Uh, Pinball Hall of Fame should be an excuse. <laughs> I feel like Vegas itself is an excuse. Well, I, I, as someone who grew up in Vegas, I have no reason to go there except to see my mom. It's a good excuse. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I, I only go there to see friends. I, I don't gamble. Oh, I, and, I have uh, no interest in... And they're like my friends the that basic, you stole. Ba- right, so Vegas you need an excuse but, is what you're saying. But I'm saying, you know, if I ever wanted to go, I could just be like, eh, I should just go to Vegas. Well, you, but there's Make nothing there poor. for you. Like, you would not enjoy the strip. Paris, you're <laughs> in the strip. Um, <laughs> yes? Can I, uh... What's your next question about Vegas? (laughs) This is a real quick one I have about pinball. Are you guys familiar with a a pinball game about, like, I think it's like Taxi Cab or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it has a ridiculous premise where you, like, you you have to shoot into certain areas. That that particular uh, pinball game is available in uh, Pinball Hall of Fame, the Williams Collection for uh, 360 and PS3. Oh, yeah, well, it's also available in my laundromat. Well, there you go. Wow. Then you don't need to buy it, I'm going to go pick up a copy of your laundromat today. (laughs) (laughs) You're a lucky duck, actually. All right, well, hey, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I will always encourage calls about pinball. Man, there are and laundry. there are no places anymore that just have random arcade games. That's not there. true. Uh, Laundromats still do. Near, there's <laughs> a the laundromat near me. There's a laundromat near my house. They have like has, soap dispensers. Uh, it's got Pac-Man and um, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and some other crap. Damn, yeah, laundromats crazy. in the mission also do. Mm-hmm. Hi, thanks for calling Retronauts. I need you to answer a quick question for us. Hi. Do any of the laundromats near you still have arcade games? Uh, the touchscreen ones that you always find in bars. Oh, no, those, oh. Are, those aren't real. Like bar quizzes? Those are heartbreaking. Golden Tea doesn't count either. <laughs> spot <laughs> spot the difference. Porn edition. <laughs> Hi, who is Almost. this? This is, this is uh, Jeremy Signer calling in for the second time. Uh-huh. Ah. And where are you calling us from the sec- for the second time from? Uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Except true. Uh, video like arcade, Philadelphia. Right? Oh, and well, cheese steaks. Oh, okay. There's nothing up there, but it's very pretty. So What's you your question and or comment? Yes, I wanted to ask about a cocktail cabinet. Mm-hmm. Oh, all that right. Sounds delicious. <laughs> I would eat several of uh, those. <laughs> yes. I know that they're not as uh, prevalent as the upright, but they always struck me as sort of a clever um, implementation of the arcade cabinet. Yeah, so for for those uh, who are listening to this and don't know what we're referring to when we say cocktail, this would be the uh, kind of a sit-down coffee table uh, Why, why are those called cocktail cabinets? Because you could put your cocktail on yeah. it. Yeah. It was for bars. Is that really it? I yep. think it really because is. Because they're ideal. Yeah. Mm. 
Um, okay. Yeah. Well, that's so did, did you have a question about cocktails? Um, not cocktails, unless you're talking about bubble bubble. But anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, about the cabinets. Um, yes. Um, I w- I always was a little disappointed that they weren't utilized as fully as they could be because they seem like mm. they work really well for multiplayer games, like you know, Warlords. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, was there not a cocktail warlord? There, there is. There was. Okay. Yeah, I was, was gonna say was that sounds like a great. crime against humanity. And you know who's no, really bad was. at it? Tim Shaver. Tim Shaver. Oh yeah. <laughs> Brandon and I beat the shit out of Tim Shaver. Yeah. I think the last time I saw one of those was the uh, I Am Eight Bit exhibition, just downstairs yeah. from here. Actually, yeah. That's, that's, that's where yeah. we beat that's Tim, Tim, Tim Shaver. Shaver. Yeah, he was. He was there. He's bad at warlords. Yeah. A lot of people are bad at warlords. His excuse was that he's good at the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. He was supposed to be really excellent at it. Yeah, but he wasn't. That was the thing. Yeah. But uh, you know, uh, so Tim Shaver's a jerk is really the conclusion. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. He, he's a jerk because we met him for the first time and we're like, we're gonna fucking beat your ass at this video game, and then we did, and we high fived, and there then weren't we're enough. Like, you suck. The, so that means he's a jerk. The thing with cocktails as multiplayer <laughs> games is you needed to have some kind of orientation, and right. Warlords didn't require that, right. so that was yeah. kind of why it was a standout. Most of the time, it was just like you're gonna take turns and we'll flip the orientation. Yeah, and that's fine, yeah. I think the, the orientation flipping was probably mildly complicated, and yeah. and uh, Gauntlet would have been great for it, but I, you know, I think. Wasn't enough perspective to matter. I, I'm I'm just gonna guess that when you have something that's designed to put your drinks on, people are eventually gonna devolve to just drinking and talking. Yeah, uh, and so then maybe they're not, maybe they weren't as big earners because they, well, you need something that well, encourages wait, people wait. to drink more. Well, uh, yeah, and and there, there is that the the modern implementation of the cocktail cabinet. Mm. Can be found. I'm bringing up Las Vegas for the fourth time. I think in this you podcast. are. Uh, you know, any it's an influence. Any bar in Las Vegas, the bar itself is made of a video poker machine. Yes, right. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's uh, so you are literally drinking on a video, a video poker, poker machine. Thing. You can't escape that shit. For your money. So, so the the cocktail cabinet did live on in a much more lucrative industry, and you can find it still. But Las Vegas is really a weird exception to everything because they have found a way to monetize every square inch of that city. Yep. Like every every surface on the city is is can somehow take your money away. Yep. Usually <laughs> with drugs. Yeah. But, yeah. Or hookers. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of really fond memories of cocktail games. Uh, I, I was talking earlier about a pizza place that my family used to go to on Sundays, and like half the games I remember from there, you know, they have like a versus the Goonies and things mm-hmm. like that. That you know, RoboCop is a sit-down uh, cocktail game. Like there so was really, a cocktail version of RoboCop. There was a cocktail. Version I used to be able to play through that son of a bitch on a quarter. Did it, did it have a picture of RoboCop holding a cocktail? <laughs> Unfortunately, it didn't. I don't Your think, move, creep. I don't think that is is compatible with his his system. But uh, that's to be baby food cocktail. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Fond fond memories. Yeah, cocktails are cool. If I, I ever make a main cabinet, it's going to be a goddamn cocktail. I yeah? love those things. Well, I I bring it up because it's recently made a comeback with a Pac Man. Battle Royale, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, yeah. Not, yeah. that's not quite a cocktail because you can't really sit down at it. It's meant to be cocktail style, right. but you stand at it. So it's, 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 it's a, a hybrid. Higher, yeah. yeah. It's a higher level. But it is a very cool like uh, approach to take with that game because it be- makes it very social. You're looking at the people you're playing against uh, kind of like eye to eye as you look down at the game. You can also get altercade type things in cocktails now. Um, you can. They sell those. And, uh, I mean, if that's the way you want to go, Shaki, that's the way you can go. No, I think I'll just build it out of plywood, and like a like yeah, a or or buy an old one because it'll be like a yeah. tenth the price of an ultra kit. <laughs> so, so yeah, hey, the, very very interesting uh, topic. We're running out of time, so so thank you a lot. Yeah, the the oh, battle royale you. was a good point. Thanks for calling. Thank you. So uh, it's past four thirty. We got one more call. I yeah, think. we'll do one more. Right. Can I answer it? Can I answer? Yes, it? you can answer. Yes. Sorry, I've been hogging all the answers yeah. and doing a lame job of it. Yeah, yeah. 
No. I was so much wackier. Oh, first episode. You have a no, tie no, no. on. It's not a retronauts unless in, you cut yourself down. I know how this in, works. No, in the first episode, I was just, I was like, <laughs> it was improv comedy, man. Now it's routine and road and boring. Ah. Oh. Hello, final caller. Welcome to Retronauts. What can we do for you? Hi, this is uh, Lou from Maine, and hey. I, my, I got a quick question for you guys. Um, have you ever experienced an arcade game that's creeped you out? Mm. Mm. Nightmares. Polybius. Besides Polybius, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Chiller is very creepy. Chiller is well, creepy. it's creepy more in like I don't want to think about the people who made this game. Yeah, why did they make this? <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. hmm. I, do, you, I, do you have one? I used to actually. Asked, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I asked because le- uh, last year at Fun Spot I played Chiller, yeah, a gun game, and uh-huh. I've never been weirded out by the creepiness of a game so much. It's now, now, was it the game itself that creeped you out, or just the fact that it exists? Both. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to shoot this vice until a guy's head pops. I think yeah. I've got one, which would be uh, Target Terror. Um, oh, that creeps you out. It kind of creeped me out because it's it's you know you're eventually fighting on a plane and I'm just like I don't know about this. And also I had the problem of uh, in I, I think in a lot of those light gun games I had I had a problem where I felt like the civilians were the people that I should shoot. <laughs> and, and, and like when the cops I don't think show you should up, be I'm like, oh no, get that game. guy! I think you should be creeped out about myself. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah maybe you're right. Well, no, also, you is the demons, <laughs> and then Brandon was the demons. Also, Eugene Jarvis himself is slightly creepy, so you know his influence might have spread into that game. It's possible. Arcades, to me, like I don't know, they're always so bright and so loud. There's never really been that much of an opportunity to be creepy. But but actually, the the intermissions in Strider used to be kind of like weird to me. Mm. I don't know. He will never it. leave Eurasia alive. Stride, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I hear you. <laughs> yeah, that like the the fact that you know you have this guy cackling at you and then there are people speaking in some other language. Yeah. Like, you know what? There's, I'm actually there's some gonna... girls speaking in like Amazonian, whatever yeah. the hell language that is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm actually gonna say Missile Command actually freaked the shit out of me mm. when I was a kid. I mean this was Reagan era, you know, politics mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was just coming to realize that as a, as a young child, and that the end screen, fuck that! I didn't even yeah. want to think about that. Yeah, put if that you, in your bomb shelter. <laughs> if you if you know what Tempest is, Tempest is pretty creepy. Since well, it's based right, on a nightmare with like and, yeah. things crawling out of the eldritch depths to yeah. devour you. <laughs> mm. But yeah, aside, you know from, else is aside from the Strider stuff, that's that's close. I think uh, um, as much as I love it, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker is kind of creepy. And, that was and, another game I could play through way. on a quarter. It, I played that more a hindsight much. thing, though. No, no, it's not about like the children or him. You grab or a champ, like you turn into a just... robot, you grab little girls, and it's awesome. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, it just, the just fact like... that there are four Michael Jacksons running around. <laughs> <laughs> Three, one was me. enough. Him turning into into a robot kind of creeps me out when I was when I was. Well, he did that screamy face. Yeah. And Joe yeah. Pesci was in it. Yes, he and was. And that's creepy. Yeah. Joe Pesci. So now you have a direct conduit into our deepest video game nightmares. <laughs> that's right. Please do not use this power for evil. I think nuclear war wins. I'm just going to go around. I promise right. not to use it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling. Thank thanks. You. you. Well. And now, dude. Well, kids. Shut people off and not let them talk to them. Oh. Yeah, we we played that. Uh, we, we should pl- do this all day sometime. We played that Michael Jackson Ugh. game all the way through at, uh, at California Stream. At California oh, Stream. Shit, I wish I could have tagged along. It was I'm like, great at that game. It was just when uh, he had just died like a few weeks prior. So yep. it was uh, like a memorial. <laughs> a memorial playthrough of Moonwalker. Yeah, exactly. 
I think I think sales of that game spiked on eBay crazy. They should have made a sequel where he turns game. into a claymation rabbit. Yeah, why not? And sure. races, races a motorcycle. Oh, come on. You never saw the Moonwalker video. No. X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> X-Men. All right, so I guess that's about it for this episode. There's so much to talk about with arcades that... Keep talking. That, uh... <laughs> I lost my train of thought. There's so much to talk about when it comes to arcades that we should probably do more of these arcade-centric episodes. Yeah, dog, we could go on forever. Yeah, but I like keeping the phone sessions to 30 minutes. We should have a... Uh, because then a... Frank starts getting stir-crazy if we stay any longer. And messing with his phone. We should have a fighting game one. Well, we should. I would like to. Well, we That's had Street fun. Fighter a couple of weeks ago. World see, Heroes. See, people need to invite me to sh- stuff. Hey, even I wasn't <laughs> invited. To... Wait, no, I was on that one. Which one was I not on? I don't remember. Were you not There was one? one that you didn't even invite me to. Because it was something you don't care about. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. I, I try to I try to customize, you know, yeah. custom tailor the the episodes. Uh, but I won't be on next week's episode. I don't even know if we're gonna have an episode next week because <laughs> I won't be here. Over. I'll be on vacation. Aww. Frank, if you want to, if you want to record an episode <laughs> next week, knock yourself out. But otherwise, we'll, we'll talk be about X Men. Yeah, okay. X Men <laughs> and robots. Robot and Tarzan. Robot. Tarzan. <laughs> the Tarzan robot and Turlet. Now Zoidberg <laughs> is the robot. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, uh, so uh, if if hmm. Frank doesn't do an episode next week, we'll be back in two weeks talking about Final Fantasy IV since uh, the complete complexion is out in two weeks. Complete complexion. Complete complexion. <laughs> I cannot talk good. Don't attack now. Do not have shit fuck up. Right. Yeah. So any uh, any closing thoughts, gentlemen? I miss arcades. I do too. I, I I miss again. I miss there being a place that you just go to be entertained outside. But... I'm offended that the closest thing I ever come to seeing arcades when I'm not in Japan is Dave and Buster's. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very. Dying. There are still Chuck E. Cheese's out there. I have not seen one in many years. The uh, last I, time really? I went to a Chuck E. Cheese was about ten years ago. You don't do and... enough road trips, man. They're all over. Uh, uh, there's there's actually trips. one just a few if you miles want rats and pizza, they're out there. In uh, in <laughs> in uh, Pinole, there's one. I got to. Uh, about four or five five years ago, I think I went to randomly. It was with my friend in Vegas, and uh, we had a weekend ahead of us. And it was like, "What should we do?" And I was like, "Well, let's drive to Phoenix for no reason." It's like, "Okay," so we did. That's the only reason to go to Phoenix. And uh, <laughs> we ended up going to Tucson, and we found this. Uh, yeah, was, what do we do over here? Well, let's find an arcade. And uh, being that it was five years ago, we had to go, you know, mm-hmm. to a phone book. Yeah. Remember those? Yeah. And, uh, I, no, I still get them whether I want them or not. Find an arcade and we I found a house out of them at this we, point. We found this mini golf place that had this enormous three story arcade, one story of which had In like. Tucson? Yeah. Fuck. One story had like 50 pinball machines. Uh, one story just had old stuff. The was this real? Floor, was this like a Twilight Zone episode? Real. At the end, it turned out that they took your soul or the something. The bottom floor had like one of those 50 inch monitor Street Fighter 2s. Uh, Jeez, there's there a multi cade nice. thing. Uh, there was a working arm wrestling from Nintendo alongside uh, Punch Out and Super one of Punch those Out. Since, like, I've heard of those. I've never seen one. It was working in in like pristine wow. condition. Like this place just made no sense to me. I need to Why go does back. Exist? Is, to is Tucson and there? see? Jesus. I don't know. I don't remember the name of it. I and then you went back, back the next day, and the the door was just a blank <laughs> it was a wall. shop that was there yesterday. <laughs> it was uh, a the tumble, sprinkles tumble are also cursed. A gust of wind. <laughs> Um, if anyone uh, if anyone lives near Tucson or knows what I'm talking about, uh, you should uh, please let tell us me. No, uh, do we have like a Retronauts email address? Probably not. No, but uh, they but can just th- thank four one five five four seven. I can't see the number on the phone. Eight seven one. 
It's something we don't use that. Some phone. poor woman is going to get calls all week now. <laughs> yeah, I ah, forget it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave a comment in the comment section if That'll for some work. reason you're seeing this on the web. My right. uh, my closing statement would be: I'm very sad to see that Arcade Infinity in in a. Uh, um, in Los Angeles County has closed. I think it's in Los Angeles County. Well, anyway, it's 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 north of LA. Uh, and it was a really great place for fighting games and everything like that. And they just had, they were pretty much forced to close down a, f- a few weeks ago. Um, but uh, I'm I'm my friends and I have been buying some of their stuff so that we can keep their legacy alive, at least in our own homes. Ah, uh, you're looting it then. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you gotta you gotta pick the corpse apart if you uh, if you want to get that's, the spoils. That's true love. Some primitive cultures, that's a funerary practice. Um, actually, thank you for reminding me of the big screen fighting game mm-hmm. setup. Uh, this was probably the first and only time I've ever actually fallen down incapacitated with laughter was seeing the very first Dead or Alive. On there. <laughs> uh, I, I had no idea what the hell that was. I was just walking by and I looked and there was a chick who just jumped and it whoop, whoop, whooped for like a half hour. And I just I, I couldn't I couldn't hold it in. I fell down on the floor and it hurt and I was crying. So I miss those. <laughs> Tomonobu Itagaki, a naturally born comedian. Indeed. Well, I like how he said he was never going to do mud wrestling or anything because it wouldn't show appropriate respect for the girls. Mm. <laughs> They're like and then, then he released the, uh, the other games where they were doing butt battle. Where they're slammer their like asses into each him. other, and that's ve- that's very respectful in many cultures. Mm-hmm. It is Japanese find, culture. Apparently. That's how the emperor is chosen. The yeah, weird culture that he just made up. Anyway, yes. so, Jeremy, any fa- final thoughts from you, sir? Oh, I said I'm sad that arcades are gone. Oh, um, yeah. and I said something mean about Dave and Buster's. Right. Um, yeah, <laughs> arcades are great. I missed them. They were they were such a fun place to go to and just. Hang out with your friends, play video games, spend uh, not actually that much money. Like you know, usually not, no. Yeah, you'd spend like five bucks. Less than like a that's, movie usually. Yeah, that's that's good entertainment. Um, we can get all that through the Facebooks now. If anyone uh, listening to this is near uh, Northern California or uh, can drive there easily, uh, look up California Extreme if you mm-hmm. care about arcade games. It's something Brandon oh, and yeah, I mentioned. What's that going to be? Yeah, uh, I'm actually looking it up right now. Oh, is that coming up again? Or is that, I, I think thought it that was is. in the autumn. Isn't that the, like, the final one? Or am ever? I getting that mixed up with the classic? Arcade no, it's Expo. not going to be the final one ever. No, they, keep they, doing someone it. lied to me. It, I think, but uh, this is a show that you pay a flat fee to get into, and uh, people who oh July 9th and 10th in uh, Santa Clara, California, this year. Uh, 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 you you somewhere else? Um, possibly. Ah, that's nice. Okay. Um, but <laughs> this is a preemptive. Ah, <laughs> this is a show where uh, arcade collectors uh, uh, pretty much voluntarily uh, truck their machines to this mm-hmm. very large exhibit hall, and you pay a flat fee and you go in for as long as you damn well please, and uh, play all these arcade games, hundreds of them. Yep. Uh, play a lot of old games. All the ones you remember for the most part, but and lots that you don't. Some that uh, never actually came out, and there's only one copy in the world of, and that's the only place you can play it, like uh, Beavis and Butthead. The arcade. Oh, say, Marble Madness 2 is there usually. Isn't Marble that Gallagher Laserdisc thing? There? Gallagher's there yeah. usually, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And so, there's still a line for Dragon's Lair, so, so if you and, that shit. And it's, and it's dark, and people smell bad, and, and uh, it's, it's just kind of like smoky, arcade. so it's like the arcade experience uh, of yore. In and, the meantime, the closest you can really get to the classic arcade experience is to watch the opening sequ- uh, sections of Tron. Or uh, tube joysticks. socks, headbands everywhere. Or joysticks. joysticks yeah. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> find, yeah. find the beginning of the movie Joysticks. <laughs> totally awesome video, video games. games. Or any of the last Shame Nights. Was, yeah, if yeah. you've ever watched Shame Night, that was our opening intro. <laughs> I'm going to be sad again now. Oh. Aww. <laughs> That's Retronauts. We make you sad. <laughs> All right. Don't thanks. laugh. It's not funny. It's sad. It's, it's, <laughs> okay. it's, it's ironic <laughs> laughter. Ironic laughter. Yeah. It's a sad laughter. Laughter covers up the pain. Mm-hmm.
Live till you die, laugh till you cry. (laughs) 